अथत्रयो तत्प्रयातं बलं घोरमशिवं शोणितोदकं अभ्यवर्षन् महाघोरस्तु मुलो गर्दभारुणः निपेतोस्तुरगास्तस्य रथयुक्ता महाजवाः समेपुष्पचिते देशे राजमार्गे यदुरुच्छया श्यामं रुधिरपर्यंतं बभूव परिवेशनं अलातचक्रप्रतिमं प्रतिगृह्यदिवाकरं ततो ध्वजमुपागम्य हेमदंडं समुच्छ्रितं समाक्रम्य महाकायस्तस्थव गुरुध्रस्वदारुनः जनस्थान समीपेच समाक्रम्य खरस्वनाः विस्वरान विविधान नादान माम साधामुर्गपक्षिनः व्याजह्रुरभिदीप्तायाम दिशिवैभैरबस्वनं अशिवं यातु धानानाम शिवाघोरामहास्वनाः प्रभिन्नगज संकाशास्तो यशोनित धारिनः आकाशं तदनाकाशं चक्रुर्भीमाम्बुवाहकाः बभूबति मिरंखोरमुद्धतं रोमहर्षनं दिशोबाप्रदिशोबापि सुव्यक्तं नचकाशिरे क्षतजार्द्रसवर्नाभासंध्याकालंबिनाबभौ खरंचाभिमुखन्नेदुस्तदाघोरामृगाख्खगाः कंकगोमायुगुरुध्राष्ट चुक्रुशुर्भयशंसिनः नित्याशिवकरायुद्धे शिवाघोरनिदर्शनाः नेदुर्बलस्याभिमुखं ज्वालोद्गारिभिराननैः कबंधफ्परिघाभासो दृश्यते भास्करांतिके जग्राह सूर्यं स्वर्भानुरपर्वणिमहाग्रहः प्रवातिमारुतश्शीग्रं निष्प्रभोबूद्दिवाकरः उत्पेतुष्च विनारात्रिम् ताराः खद्योतसप्रभाः सल्लीनमीन विहगा नलिन्यश्शुष्कपंकजाः तस्मिन्षनेबभूवुष्च विनापुष्पफलैर्द्रुमाः उद्धोतश्च विनावातं रेणुर्जलधरारुनः चीचीकूचीतिवाश्यंत्यो बभूवुस्तत्रसारिकाः उल्काश्चापिसनिर्घोशानिपेतुर्घोरदर्शनाः प्रचचालमहीचापिसशैलवनकानना खरस्यचरथस्थस्य नर्दमानस्यधीमतः प्राकंपतभुजस्वयस्वरश्चास्यावसज्जत सास्रासंपद्यते दृष्टिफ्पश्यमानस्य सर्वतः ललाटेचरुजोजाता नचमोहान्यवर्ततः तान्समेक्ष्यमहोत्पातानुत्थितान्रोमहर्षणान अब्रवीद्राक्षसान्सर्वान्प्रहसंसखरस्तदा महोत्पातानिमान्सर्वानुत्थितान्घोरदर्शनान नचिन्तयाम्यहंवीर्याद्बलबान्दुर्बलानिवा तारा अपिशरैस्तीक्ष्णैफ्पातयेयम्नभस्तलात् मृत्यं मरण धर्मेन संक्रुद्धो योजयाम्यहं राघवंतं बलोत्सिक्तं भातरं चापिलक्ष्मनं अहत्वासायकैस्तीक्ष्णैर्नोपावर्तितुमुत्सहे यन्निमित्तं दुरामस्य लक्ष्मनस्य विपरिययः सकामाभगिनीमेस्तुपीत्वातुरुधिरंतयोह युष्मागमे तत्प्रत्यक्षं नानुरतं कथयाम्यहं देवराजम अपिक्रुद्धो मत्तै रावतगामिनं वज्रहस्तं रनेहन्याम् किम्पुनस्तोचमानवौ 
सातस्यगर्जितं श्रुत्वा राक्षसानां महाचमोह प्रहर्षमतुलं लेभे मृत्युपाशावपाशिता समेयुश्च महात्मानो युद्धदर्शनकांक्षिण ऋषयो देवगंधर्वा सिद्धाश्च सहचारणै समेत्यचोचुस्सहितास्तेन्योन्यम्पुन्यकर्मण स्वस्तिगो ब्राह्मणेभ्यस्तु लोकानान्ये च सम्मताः जयताम् राघवो युद्धे पौलस्त्यान् रजनीचरान् चक्रहस्तो यथा विष्टु सर्वान सुरसत्तमान् एतच्चान्यच्च बहुशो ब्रुवाणाफ परमर्षयः जातकौतूहलास्तत्र विमानस्थाश्च देवताः ददर्शर्वाहिनीं तेशाम् राक्षसानांगतायुशाम् रथेन तुखरो वेगाद सैन्यस्याग्राद विनिस्रुतः श्येनगामी प्रुथुग्रीवो यज्यशत्रर्विहंगमः दुर्जयह्कर वीराक्षफ परुषक्कालकार मुकः हेममाली महामाली सर्पास्योरुधिराशनः द्वादशैते महावीर्याफ प्रतस्थुरभितक्खरं महाकपालस्थूलाक्षफ प्रमाथस्त्रिशिरास्तथा चत्वार एते सेनाग्रे दूशनं प्रुष्ठतोन्वयुहु साभीमवेगा समराभिकांक्षिनी सुदारुनाराक्षसवीरसेना तौराजपुत्रो सहसाभ्युपेता मालाग्रहानामिवचंद्रसूर्यू इत्यार्षे श्रीमद्रामायने वाल्मीकीये आधिकाव्ये अरण्यकांडे त्रयोविम्षस्सर्गह अरण्याकांडा कैंटो 23 इविल ओमेंस टुखरा The army approaches Rama's hermitage. As the aforesaid dreadful army marched on, an exceptionally terrible cloud, grayish in color like a donkey, showered inauspicious blood-red water. The horses, possessed of great speed, yoked to his chariot, fell down by accident on the highway, on the level ground strewn with flowers. Round the sun, there appeared a darkish red-edged halo, looking like a revolving firebrand. Approaching the standard, raised high on a golden pole, a gigantic and most frightful vulture settled on it. Reaching the precincts of Janasthana, carnivorous beasts and birds, uttering shrill cries, raised various discordant notes, and in the sunlit quarter, terrible jackals, making a great noise, uttered a frightful yell, foreboding ill luck to the ogres. Fearful clouds, carrying blood in the form of water, and looking like elephants in rut, screened the heavens. A fearful and thick darkness that caused the hair to stand prevailed. Neither the quarters nor the intermediate points were clearly discernible. Evening shades resembling a canopy drenched with blood fell before time and frightful beasts and birds cried at that time facing Kara. 
foreboding danger, buzzards, jackals and vultures uttered shrill notes and female jackals invariably bringing disaster in war and presenting a terrible aspect shrieked with their mouths vomiting flames. Again, a headless human figure resembling an iron club appeared near the sun. The great planet Rahu, now identified with the shadow of the earth, obscured the sun even when there was no time for it. The wind blew violently and the sun became lusterless. Stars flashing like fireflies appeared even when there was no night. Lotus ponds formed their lotuses withered and their fishes and aquatic birds hidden in its depths. At that moment, the trees were bereft of their blossom and fruit and dust, greyish as the cloud, arose even without wind. Minas started wobbling in that region and even meteors, presenting a terrible aspect, descended with a crash. Nay, the earth with its mountains, forests and woodlands violently shook. Again, while the wise Khara was thundering in his chariot, his left arm throbbed violently and voice grew faint. While he was looking around, his vision got bedimmed with tears. A pain also arose in his forehead, yet he did not give up his folly. Observing those stunning evil portents of a stirring nature sprung up at that moment and laughing loudly, the celebrated Khara said to all the ogres constituting his army, Banking on my strength, I do not care for all these stupendous evil portents sprung up, even though they are terrible to look at, any more than a powerful man does for weaklings. With my sharp arrows, I can even shoot down the stars from the heavens. Highly enraged, I shall invest death himself with mortal nature. I dare not return without killing with my sharp arrows the celebrated Rama, a scion of Raghu, proud of his strength, and his brother Lakshmana too. Let my sister Shurpanakha, with reference to whom a wrong act has been done by Rama and Lakshmana, will have her desire fulfilled by drinking their blood. A defeat has never been faced by me on the fields of battle. This is evident to you. I am not telling a lie. Enraged in battle, I can make short work even of Indra, the Lord of Celestials, riding on the mad Airavata, holding the thunderbolt in his hand to say nothing of these two mortals. Hearing his roar, that huge army of ogres, caught as it was in the noose of death, derived joy that knew no parallel. Longing to witness the encounter, high-souled rishis, seers of Vedic mantras, gods and Gandharvas, celestial musicians, as well as Siddhas, a class of demigods, endowed with mystic powers from their very birth, along with Charanas, celestial bards, assembled there, and, meeting together, the aforesaid beings of meritorious deeds, who were friendly to all, spoke to one another as follows. 
may all be well with the cows and the brahmanas as well as with those who are highly esteemed by the people even as lord vishnu holding the discus in his hand conquered all the foremost of demons may shri rama asayana fraghu conquer the ogres born in the line of sage pulastya speaking as a foresaid and saying many other such things the greatest of rishis as well as gods seated in their aerial cars in whom curiosity had sprung up beheld there the army of those ogres the sands of whose life had already run out khara for his part hurriedly rode in his chariot beyond his army while Shyenagami, Prithugriva, Yagnashatru, Vihangama, Durchaya, Karaviraksha, Parusha, Kalakarmuka, Hemamali, Mahamali, Sarpasya, and Rudhirashana, these twelve who were possessed of great prowess, marched round about Khara. Mahakapala, Sthulaksha, Pramatha, and Trishira, these four followed at the heels of Dushana at the head of the army. Eagerly seeking a combat, that most formidable army of Rakshasa warriors, possessed as it was with terrible impetuosity, suddenly approached those two princes and, like a group of planets rushing towards the moon and the sun, Thus ends Canto 23 in the Aranya Kanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a Rishi and the oldest epic.